one of my issues, and this is a Kendra issue, is that I don't speak up for for myself when I need to take a break or when I need to stop or if I need to say, you know what? I can't do this right now. I like I, I just don't because I feel like I need to I need to show up. I need to perform. I need to do the, the best. And I felt like that's what I was trying to do, but it wasn't good enough. Good morning and God bless you all. Welcome back to another episode of Create with Kendra, a place where you can be inspired, challenged, and changed. This is episode 105, y'all. I'm super excited and always delighted to be here yet again another week at the mic in conversation with my favorite people ever. Yes, you. Every single week, we acknowledge a Black creative entrepreneur, businessman, or woman for doing what they do absolutely best. And this week, we are putting our spotlight on a hot new podcast, y'all. Miss Jayla Spence, the founder of Beautifully Made Podcast. Her podcast is based on the scripture of Psalms 139 and 14. And she speaks on faith, young Christianity, and mental health. Three things that she holds close to her heart. This is completely awesome, y'all. If you need another podcast in your rotation, you can follow and support her on Instagram at Beautifully Made J. Okay. And her podcast is streamed where all podcasts are streamed. So y'all go ahead and give our sis a listen and let us support another black, um, another black entrepreneur and another Christian entrepreneur. Okay. Cause that is so important to do. If you are new to the show and if you are a returning listener, I always invite, um, our family members. Cause that's what y'all is. And yes, I said is, um, to write into the show. There is a function on our website at, um, www.unassociated.com dot com slash ask Kendra where you can write in um or you can send in an audio clip of topics of discussion or of questions prayer requests whatever it is that you want to write into the show and if you do so your question or your topic of discussion could be featured on an upcoming episode so y'all get to write and y'all get to sharing because I love to hear what you all have to say in regards to the show Okay, I am ready to really just jump into this episode. This past week for me has been very interesting. Um, And I say interesting because it was a week of awareness and a week of struggle. Uh, It was a week of awareness and a week of struggle y'all it it really was and getting through the week <laughs> excuse me and getting through the weekend i really came to a conclusion of we have to really check in 
on our strong friends. We have to check in on those people that are always smiling, that seem so jovial all the time, that nothing is bothering them. Yeah, them people, we got to check in on them because not all the time are our friends or our family members doing okay. There are seasons in the year where people go through it. There are circumstances in in, um, different anniversaries for, you know, troubled times or whatever the case may be like. People be going through stuff. And if your friend or your family member doesn't seem to, you know, be that person that's going through, them the ones you really need to check on. Okay, so I want to share with you all a story that happened just literally seven days ago. (laughs) So um, I work um, part time for this um, program. I work at a community college and I work with African-American students in retention, Um, along with being um, a part of that team, I also go to school full-time. I go to school full-time and on top of being a, you know, a wife and doing the podcast, there's a lot on my plate. And I really feel like in the workspace, it isn't common to check in with people and ask them, are you okay? And so I had a a meeting with the head of my department and one of three supervisors, right? These two women I've never met with. They're kind of, not kind of, they are the higher ups. And um, I had a meeting with them. And so there were some complaints that I wasn't producing the numbers that these two different departments, I was working for two different departments, right? I wasn't producing the numbers that they wanted me to produce. And my higher ups was checking in with me to see, you know, what's going on. So that was extremely frustrating to me because I don't feel like the, and this is, this is like no, no, um, no charge to their heads. I mean, no charge to their hearts, I'll say, to my other supervisors. But I don't think they're really conscious of what state I'm in and the hours that I'm working, right? So th- the task and the responsibilities that my position holds um, is a task for a team of people. But there is one of me. And then... I'm working part-time. So if you have thousands and thousands of students that need to be tended to, and um, there's only one me, and then you split, then I'm split between two organizations or two um, programs. Yeah, you're not seeing the numbers you want. Why? Because you understaffed. Like, come on. So I was really upset because... I have been working very hard (laughs) to do what I need to do for these people. Um, But 
I don't think I was being seen, nor do I feel like I was being heard because I've expressed to them multiple times the way that y'all are splitting my time between this program and this program, it ain't going to work. Needless to say, I digress back into the point. Um, <laughs> so I'm talking to these higher ups and this is the conversation. She brings to me the concerns and before she has me respond, or before she brought the concern, she said, with all of the kindness and gentleness, I say these things. And after she told me their complaints, um, she said, Kendra, how are you doing? And y'all, I have never in my life broke down ever, but I I broke down literally in the meeting. It was on zoom and I just started crying. Siri, I'm not talking to you. Siri is all in my business. Um, but I started crying and I felt so embarrassed because it was a professional setting and I felt really bad because I had been putting a lot of work into what I was doing, but others weren't acknowledging the work that I did, nor were they acknowledging the fact that we were understaffed. So I felt like a lot of the blame was put on me. Not only that, but being a full-time student, I'm in the midst of finals, not just for my classes, but I also have a final project that I've been working on for the past two years that I need to finalize in order to graduate. Being a wife, shopping, cooking, cleaning, so on, full-time in ministry, doing the podcast. It was so much on me that I just broke. I just broke. And I thank God for the two women that were, that I was in the meeting with because they were so gracious to me. They were so understanding and apologetic towards me. They apologized for not reaching out to me sooner. They apologized for not, you know, for others not hearing me, for others not seeing me. They apologized for putting so much on one person and understood and took responsibility that they were understaffed. And this is not, this should not be. And my supervisor over the whole department, she she said, you know what, Kendra? You you just take off, okay? She said, you're graduating in a, in a few days. You need to focus on these finals. You need to finish your, your schoolwork. You need to be okay. And right now, you're not okay. So she said, just take off and come back to work when you're ready. And she said, let me know whatever it is that you need. And we're going to see that you get what you need. 
And I just felt so good <laughs> with, with, with red eyes, with, with just, I, when I tell you I was crying, I had to turn off my camera. Like I was like, got to turn it off. Um, but I felt so good because I felt seen and I felt heard and I felt understood. And that was just one thing that was taken off my back because I honestly, I deal with anxiety. I do not do well in high stressful environments. That's something I'm still praying about. That's something that I'm learning how to deal with. And one of my issues, and this is a kindred issue, is that I don't speak up for for myself when I need to take a break or when I need to stop or if I need to say, you know what, I can't do this right now. I like I, I just don't because I feel like I need to I need to show up. I need to perform. I need to do the, the best. And I felt like that's what I was trying to do, but it wasn't good enough. And so she said, as of 12 o'clock, you're off and you let us know when you want to come back to work. And I felt so good because she was concerned about my mental wellness, my holistic being, rather than the numbers that people wanted to see. We have to really check in on our strong friends. We do. It it makes no sense, like, for people to go through, like, so much stress and no one sees them and no one hears them and no one understands them, it's not okay. And the issue with being labeled strong, <clears throat> because we we have some friends and we think, oh, this, this person is strong. He's a strong, strong person. She's a strong person, you know. For for black women, there's this this label, this mantra that we are are um, pinned with as the strong black woman. And the issue with being strong is that people are less likely to check in on you. The issue with being strong is people believe that you have it all together, that they can treat you any kind of way they can talk to you any kind of way they can put demands and put weight on you without checking in with you it's an issue being labeled strong um strength is often misunderstood and interpreted as a physical and emotional durability but everyone has a breaking point Everyone has a breaking point. Mine was, and I'm grateful that mine was in that meeting in front of the people that needed to see what was going on, even though I was slightly embarrassed, actually really embarrassed. But it needed to happen because had I gone through that meeting and they did not know, my breakdown could have possibly been worse. It could have been. So after the meeting, I 
I, I had, um, an opportunity and I really believe that God set up this opportunity, um, for me to exercise the very thing that I just went through, had some, um, chances to speak to some friends that are always smiling and always so happy and always are seen as they're, you know, good, but comes to find out that they're really dealing with heavy things. And I realized that everyone is struggling with something. And as young people, we go through so much that we that we don't even get credit for. Like people think that we don't have a good work ethic. People think that, you know, um, this new generation, there's a whole bunch of complaints about the new generation, whatever that means. But we are dealing with a lot. Folks are dealing with suicidal doctors suicidal thoughts people are dealing with depression with anxiety people are dealing with you know stress for from finances from home life people are really dealing with real life stuff and how are we checking checking in on people how (sighs) yeah folks are dealing with real issues people are dealing with spiritual attacks and what the devil wants is to this is something that i learned um or reminded and i was reminded of in an amplified way that the devil if he can get us isolated If he can get us to feel shamed, if he can get us to replace, to to replay, um, traumas and, and, and episodes in our head, if he can get us to put on a face and to put on a mask to keep from getting help, keep from getting the attention that we need people of God we're in trouble we're in trouble we have to check in on our strong friends gotta check in with them people that you see at work you see at church in your family that's always smiling and ask them for real like how are you really doing I dare you and that, that'll be the challenge for the week. Ask somebody, how are you really doing? And not casually, but be intentional with how you speak. And, you know, not saying that everyone's going to be willing to open up. There's some folks that aren't willing to do so. But just that intentionality and the action of actually asking makes a person feel seen. When I was in that meeting, me, I like personally, I like to keep business business. Okay. I don't, when I'm in a meeting with somebody regarding work or, or whatever, I like to keep my personal personal. But I really felt the Lord just tugging on me 
saying, say, Kendra, how you really feel. What's really going on with you? What you're really up against? Tell somebody. We got to tell somebody. I challenge us all, just one person, one person. And if you can, if you can FaceTime or if you can do face-to-face, look them in their eye and ask them, how are you really doing? Because you never know if that person had been asked that all week, all month. Because folks assume that they okay. Because they funny. Or they, 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 they got stuff going for them. You never know. Suicide rates are at an all-time high. And we as believers... Not only should pray, but we need to speak up for each other. We need to cover one another because a lot of people feel like I'm the only one dealing with this or whatever I just did or did not do. I have shame or I'm embarrassed. I was embarrassed to say something. But it's okay. Those feelings are temporary. But the main thing that we want is for us to be well holistically. And you can't be the best you if you are not well. You can't show up for other people if you're not well. I want to read a few scriptures. Um, I want to read a few scriptures. And I'm coming from, trying to see what version this is. I don't even know what version this is. (laughs) But we gonna, we gonna, we gonna, we gonna work it out, y'all. James 5.16. We're going to James 5.16. We're also going to Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 12. Okay. James 5, 16, Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 12. We're going to begin with James 5 and 16, and it reads, Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. So beautiful. Confess your sins one to another and pray for each other this right here this james 5 16 talking about will set you free girl man there's something about that confession there's something about speaking what you're going through, speaking the thing that you are embarrassed to, to to tell anyone. There is something in that confession, y'all, that will set you free. 
Confess your sins to each other and pray for each other. There's that's that's a, that's a twofold um, instruction. First, confess, and then pray. First, confess and then pray. It's so essential that we do this because when you don't speak a thing that is so heavy on you and you just internalize it, it begins to eat you up like acid. It does. So we must speak it and we have to pray about it. It says do this to one another. If you have a friend, a trusted friend, now don't be going out telling to business to, to folks that be running their mouth. If somebody quick to tell somebody else business, you might not want to tell them, okay? But if you have a trusted individual, a, a friend, a, a member at church, a family member, whatever it is, that you know that, that, that walks with the Lord and y'all have that agreement of confidentiality, Confess your sins and and say, can we pray about this? And I tell people, you know, if 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 folks ever want to come to me to confide some information, I take confidentiality so serious, so serious. Now I am a mandated reporter. If someone you know wanted to hurt themselves or hurt someone else, then you know we gotta be you know active on that. Um. But confidentiality is so important to me. I don't know how other people value it, but for me, it's it's not even a question. <laughs> not a question. I want to go to Ecclesiastes 4 and um, verses 9 through 12. And it reads, two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If either of them falls down, one can help the other up, but pity anyone who falls and has no one to help up. Also, if two lie down together, they keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? Verse 12, the one may be overpowered. Two can defend themselves. A cord of three strands is not quickly broken. And the word of the Lord is blessed. I love Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 12. Like this, this is like, I love this. It pertains to great, healthy, supportive relationships. Husband and wife, it can be your best friend. It can be whoever. It it really does. It's like you have someone that will stand back to back to you and fight for you. When you can't, when you fall, according to this is what the word of the Lord says, you have someone that can pick you up. Someone that can keep you warm. Someone that can watch your back. But we got to check in with these folks so we can actually do these things for our people. Got to. And I tell my friends all the time, I be like, girl, look, if you feel like you don't even have enough strength to pray, Tap me in. Tap me in. And that's what I do sometimes too. I, I'll, I'll ask my husband, I say, just pray for me. Or I'll, I'll text my uh, my godmama, like, just pray for me when you go to pray. Because, child, I'm weak. Thanks, we get weak. We get weary. But there are people, <coughs> excuse me, 
excuse me, that will fight for us. There are people that will stand back to back for us that will help us when we're low. Okay? So, checking on your strong friends. Don't be afraid to let somebody know that you are struggling. And and lastly, if you know someone that needs support and they don't have the ability to reach out for themselves, reach out on their behalf. Reach out on their behalf. If you know this is a season of sadness or if you know that your, your friend or so-and-so is going through, reach out on their behalf because we all have to be well. I pray that we are all well. I will that we all are well in Jesus' name. And that's even if if it's you that are listening to this podcast and you need someone to talk to. We have a team of people through Unassociated that are more than willing to pray for you. Um, So if that's you and you want to reach out in confidence, head on over to www.unassociated.com slash askkindred. and um, specify that you need um, someone to speak to in confidence. That those that those ask kindreds those won't be displayed <laughs> at all. They will be um, confidential. So if that is you, please reach out to me. Reach out to our team, or if you have someone in your life, utilize these people. And I challenge you all. Um, this week, remember our challenge for this week, checking in on strong friends, okay? Until then, um, oh, we got to pray out first. Rewind. With all hearts and minds clear, Father, we thank you and we praise you. We give you glory. You are God. You are sovereign. You are holy. You are perfect in everything that you do. God, I, 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 I thank you for community. I thank you for wisdom. I thank you for your house of believers. God, I pray for those people that, that put on a strong facade, those that put on a smile when they are grieving, when they are hurting, when they are anxious inside. God, I pray that you give them room to speak, to confess, and to pray. God, I pray that you encourage the hearts of your sons and daughters to check in on a on a brother or a sister to make sure that they are well. God, I pray that you give us the the tactics and the um the know-how, the words to say, even if they are few. God, I pray that you lead us to pray and and for someone that is on the edge. Glory to God. Someone that is hanging on by a thread. I feel your Holy Spirit right now. God, I pray that you send a legion of angels to cover them. Send your son and daughter, your disciples out to reach out their hand. God, use us for your glory. These things we ask and pray in Jesus' name. Thank God. Amen. Okay, friends and family, I love y'all so much. Be well. And if you aren't well in the moment, that's okay. But get some help. Talk to somebody. Okay? I love you all so much. Be blessed. Be blessed.